Welcome to Elam St. John's Podcast. Our teaching today was given by Pastor Fred Penny, lead pastor at Elam Pentecostal Tabernacle in St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada. And then Norma renounced abortion. Another testimony. This is written by a, a woman who became a Christian but had had an abortion in the past. She says this, as a woman who has had an abortion, I want my pastors to address it from the pulpit. As a matter of fact, when I first started attending church as a new believer, I was extremely puzzled as to why abortion was not talked about in the church. In the early days of my Christian faith, I was receiving healing from the Lord with regard to my own abortion. I knew the pastors were kind and godly leaders, and I had received compassionate pastoring regarding my abortion. Yet there was a weird silence, a deadly silence in Christ's church when it came to abortion. If the devastation abortion has had on me and countless other people cannot be safely talked about in the church, well, where can it be talked about? A recent Angus Reid poll asked Canadians for their moral perspectives on a variety of issues. 51% of the population thought that using plastic straws was morally wrong. Only 26% thought abortion was morally wrong. In 2018, around the world, there were 42 million abortions. The next leading cause of death after abortion is cancer. Cancer, in contrast, killed 8.2 million people in 2018, while abortion took the lives of 42 million. Each unborn baby already has its own unique DNA, making them distinct from their mother and father. In the United States, approximately one million babies are aborted every year. Though the abortion rates have been dropping in the past decade, it is the leading cause of death in the United States. Since 1973, and the Roe versus Wade ruling, 60 million babies have been aborted. In 1969, a doctor named Dr. Bernard Nathanson served as medical advisor for the National Association for the Repeal of Abortion Laws, which later became known as Pro-Choice America. After abortion was legalized in 1973, Dr. Nathanson became the director of 
of the largest abortion clinic in the Western Hemisphere. He said, I knew every facet of abortion, feeding the movement great amounts of blood and money. But in 1974, one year after the Roe versus Wade ruling, he wrote these words in the New England Journal of Medicine. I am deeply troubled by my own increasing uncertainty that I had in fact presided over 60,000 deaths. There is no longer serious doubt in my mind that human life exists from the very onset of pregnancy. His unease was intensified by the arrival of ultrasound technology. For the first time, he writes, we could really see the human fetus measure, observe, and bond with the baby. I changed my mind because of the new scientific data. It persuaded me that we could no longer continue to slaughter what was demonstrably a human being. Nathanson, who was a, an atheist, later converted to Christianity. And when asked why he converted, he said this, no religion matches the special role of forgiveness like the Christian gospel. In Canada today, crisis pregnancy centers, which help women deal with crisis pregnancies, crisis pregnancy centers in Canada, of which there are many, which a number of people I know personally have worked in, are under scrutiny by the government of Canada and their charitable status is being questioned and scrutinized. The Evangelical Fellowship of Canada, which represents a network of Bible-believing churches across the land of Canada, has a statement on the dignity of human life. I want to read a paragraph or two. It says this, We believe that this is a moment in history when we as a people must challenge current practices concerning human life. We must affirm the rights of the unborn, convince others of the sanctity of life, and seek in every way to eliminate the tragedy of abortion. We recognize that for too long we have let abortion be carried out in our country with little effort on our part, both to convince others of its immorality and to provide alternatives to people facing the prospect of supporting an unexpected child. We believe the Spirit of God is calling those who follow Christ to accept personal and corporate responsibility in launching a long-term program to convince Canadians, encourage the medical profession, and press legislators to accept our common task of assisting individuals, raising our collective morality, and saving lives. And so we believe, the Bible teaches us that we are made in the image of God, we are to uphold truth, 
For those who have experienced an abortion, there are many side effects emotionally, and healing and forgiveness is needed. But we can take comfort in knowing that Christ died for our sins. Our minds are to be renewed. In a fast-changing culture, our minds are to be renewed by the truth of God's word. We are to protect and defend the weak and the vulnerable. We are made in God's image. We are made for a relationship with us, with, with God, and he loves us so much that he died for us on the cross. Let's bow in prayer. Worship team, if you would come, please. Father, I pray today that as Christians, our truth will be found in the word of God, that our minds would be renewed by this truth. And in the challenging culture in which we find ourselves, we will be able to speak truth with grace, not with bitterness, not with rage or anger, but truth with grace. And to bear witness to the good news of the gospel. I pray, Lord, for any that are listening today who have had an abortion, that they would experience the healing of Jesus our Lord, the forgiveness of Jesus our Lord and a restoration. of physical, emotional, and spiritual health and well-being. Help us, Lord, to bear witness to the gospel in these challenging days when these issues have become so politicized and so polarized. Give us wisdom, I pray, in Jesus' name. You can reach us by emailing info at elam.nf.ca or by calling 1-709-579-9678. That's 1-709-579-9678.